Hey there, just a quick reminder, we have a mentorship program if you're looking for personalized coaching and mentorship to help guide you to the next level of your interior design business, whatever that might look like for you, whether it's processes and procedures or what services to offer to how to incorporate wellness, intention, or spirituality into your projects, come join us over at designcoven.com forward slash join. Or if you're just in search to connect with other like-minded interior designers, you can join our free community also located at designcoven.com forward slash joy. You're listening to the Holistic Interior Design Business Podcast. This is a podcast that guides you as a new or inspiring independent interior designer navigating your entrepreneurial path. Here with my over 20 years experience, I will share my holistic approach to design with intention and ancient practices, including feng shui, all incorporating mind, body, and spirit into my design projects. You will also learn from seasoned interior designers as they give strategies and insight of how they built their businesses and continue to work in the field. Together, we will discover supportive trade partners, new ideas, creatives, and inspiring artists from around the world. I am your host, Rachel Lorraine Crawford. Hey there, welcome to episode 138, Invisible No More, Empowering Interior Designers to Take Credit for Your Work. Yes, this is a episode that I feel deeply in my heart. If you recall, um, on our last episode, 137, we had Katie, a designer here in San Diego, ask the question of, uh, what do you do or how do you get and how do you ask for credit from a venue that you worked with to get design credit um, because they're not advocating for you? And there were a couple of answers, one from Alex Ott, which was really beautiful. She had mentioned actually hand feeding them your content so that they can make it so it can be really easy for them to promote you. So sending them your headshot, your bio, what your story is, um, you know, the inspiration behind it, just really spoon feeding it to them. So it's like, here's our designer. This is the inspiration. This is where it came from. And to also make comments on any of the posts you know, reaching out to them, letting them know that you're really appreciative of, you know, the posts they made, but can you please give me credit and just being a force to be reckoned with. Ken of Modern Luxury had spoken about being an advocate for yourself and self-promotion. And so that's what we're going to dive into today. To today. I wanted to give you some tangible practices that you can apply right now uh, on social media and in different platforms to get the credit that you deserve when you're not being recognized. The other thing I wanted to mention was that we did a follow-up Friday collaboration with ASID here in San Diego with Alex Ott, where she led a workshop all about creating your media kit so that you can create something very beautiful, presentational, to uh, these vendors, to the clients. So it makes it really easy for them to share about you. So if you want that recording, it is uh, within the Design Coven Pro membership tier, and you can listen to it on our private podcast, uh, the Design Coven private podcast, along with watching it on the private YouTube video. So that's there for you 
if you would like to kind of go in that direction, which I highly, highly recommend. And then of course, today's episode is going to give you seven tactics or strategies on how to be a self-advocate for your work when you don't receive credit where credit is due. So before we do that, I'm going to go ahead and light our candle, set our space, connecting with that beautiful element of fire. I'm also connecting with the element of air because it's all about speaking our truth. Fire is for recognition and creativity and making things happen when uh, others aren't doing it for you. I've got our candle lit and I'm pulling a tarot card. This is from the Modern Witch Tarot deck. Let's see what um, tarot has for us today in the realm of this topic. I'm curious. Three of Wands, more fire. Three of Wands is all about big vision, big plans. Um, So definitely knowing that this is part of the plan, um, getting recognition so that you can dream bigger, go bigger, connect with that vision that you have for your business uh, in your life. So three of wands, one of my favorite, favorite cards. This is just, like I said, big vision, huge thinking, nothing's too big, no accomplishment um, is too outrageous. So definitely go after your dreams. All right, so this topic of recognition, it really touches home with me. Um, I am typically a shy person. I don't like to ask for recognition or necessarily want people to recognize me. Like I don't like asking for it, but I've learned that if you don't do it for yourself, nobody is going to do it for you. And I had mentioned this in the previous podcast episode about creating this platform in particular. I really wanted to be known for holistic interior design, spirituality and interior design and wellness within interior design. I thought I would build my authority by creating these podcasts and giving myself a voice to speak. I know that when I was growing up, speaking, sharing my truth wasn't really something that was supported. It was, you know, the story of of many children, maybe, is that you're seen and not heard and that you kind of just follow the rules and you play nice and, you know, there's no reason for you to be loud. So I've always been super, super shy and just never spoke up for myself. And then, you know, of course, you're resentful because someone else is getting credit for something that is not nearly as awesome as the things that you're doing. So this touches my heart. Um, the other thing too, is that I am currently in this position and I have been for the, for a, a few projects. Um, I have a couple of projects in particular, both of them are, are hospitality projects, which I think this comes more into play with a hospitality project where people are seeing spaces out in the public, not so much with residential spaces. Cause usually clients aren't sharing a lot of their spaces um, on social media, but if they do, I I tend to think that they want to advocate for you and they want to share about you. But when it comes to a public space, I find that the owner of the company is the visionary. They are the creative. And a lot of times their vision and their ego is the piece that's like, I, I designed this, I created this and they don't really share. Um, much about the designer who's the one executing, taking the vision and actually bringing it to life and manifesting it in ways that even the visionary would not have been able to accomplish 
um, without you as the designer, as the alchemist, making it happen, willing it to happen, doing the work of bringing something to life, which is a really magical thing that you all have as designers. You're able to take a concept or an idea that is in the air, that is not in physical form, and you're able to alchemize it into physical form, into space where people can connect with it. And that's why the visionary or the person that has the business needs you because they don't have that skill. And sometimes it gets translated to them creating this and not necessarily you, and they kind of cut you out and um, I don't know, make it more about them. So I currently have a project that I was on the website and I noticed my name was not mentioned on there. They used my photos and I'm all about creating crystal grids. I don't know if anyone else is creating crystal grids um, in foundations or in projects, but that is something that I formulated and created. And um, anyway, if they're using my photos and not giving me credit, not sharing the fact that I came up with the idea that I was the visionary behind it. So I've been procrastinating in contacting them and just saying, Hey, you notice my photos are up, you're using them. I would love to, you know, get credit on that. People please link to my website. Please note that I'm the designer, that I'm the one that plates those grids, that kind of thing. So after this episode, cause obviously it's being aired. So now I need to walk my, um, walk my walk and I'm going to have to reach out. And this has happened before as well with this project where I was actually there doing an installation and during one of their meetings, the owner of the company had said, oh yeah, this is Rachel. She helped with, you know, putting this together. It wasn't, there wasn't even like, this is our dear designer. She created this space. She executed it. She created the grids. Like she, you know, it was just like, oh, she's part of the, she's part of the design uh, piece. She kind of helped. It was kind of just like an afterthought and it wasn't really a highlight. And I felt that I was staring at them. So they felt like, oh, I should probably say something. Um, and even when they said something, it was pretty crappy. Um, I have another project where, um, you know, I'm executing the vision and creating all these beautiful things and nowhere on their social media am I receiving credit as a designer or even having part of the project, which is pretty hurtful especially when I came in and kind of saved, you know, what was going on and, and came in as a friend. And so anyway, so I will be applying um, these things to my own personal business. And so this with Katie's question, it really just prompted like some things that were activating me inside. And so I thought it would be really helpful for myself to um, speak up for myself and to share these practices with you other designers because I know I'm not the only one going through it. I know Katie is not the only one going through it. Um, so yeah, that's where this episode came from. If you're feeling this way, please reach out and connect with me, connect with our group. Um, you know, all things are welcome and valid. So I wanted to go over these seven strategies that you can do to get the credit that you deserve. And the first uh, three is kind of in the before and during the design process. People love behind the scenes content. So number one is sharing behind the scenes content. You can do this in a highlight. I love doing this for highlights because you have the entire process in a highlight that they can go, oh, I'm going to go to the Kensington project 
and you can see the project from the very beginning all the way to the end of it, which is really, really cool. Um, and then from those highlights, you can create reels, you can create an actual post speaking about, you know, behind the scenes, and then also put it in an email. So email blast behind the scenes, like, hey, this is a project that I just landed. We're starting to get into it. Here's like the first mood boards, or here's the color palette that I'm thinking about using, just to kind of give people an inside behind the scenes look at what is going on. And it could be anything. It could just be an inspiration photo. It could be a rug that you're doing, a color palette material boards, um, shopping trip. Like there's a million different things that you can do for the behind the scenes stuff. Number two is creating interactive content. So when you are in between like two color palettes or this tile and that tile, creating a story that's like, what, you know, what do you like most? Do you like this? Do you like that? Um, same thing with like a post, you can do this mood board or this mood board and see what people react to or just strike up something that people can connect with and respond back to you. Number three is all about collaboration. So creating campaigns or posts and then in Instagram, you can add a collaborator. Um, so then you can add that company that you designed, you know, that coffee shop for or that restaurant and add them as a collaborator. One thing I would tell you for a tip, it's like study their Instagram. Is there a color palette that they're using? Is there an aesthetic that they're using? Is there a filter? Like what is it? And design your post to obviously be in the aesthetic that you have on yours, but also to play to their aesthetic. So for them, it's like a no brainer to share it. So then absolutely they'll hit collaborator. And then on that post, it has them and your name together so that people can start identifying that company with you as the designer. And then that also gives you credit and recognition. But it, it, what I see is it also elevates the company that, oh, we used this designer. You know, they're serious about their space because they hired somebody and they want to share that person. So when you are creating these campaigns, one could be like the history of the project, like taking it back, like where did this start? How did they connect with you? Like what's the story of your of your connection with this brand or with this company or with this client. Um, the next thing is like creating posts about inspiration. Like what was the inspiration? What was the thing? What was the aha moment? And especially if the client was the one that came up with the idea or came up with the concept, play into that, play into their ego, share that they had a concept of blah, 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 blah. Um, and of course that you were the one that executed and because of you know, this concept we use, I chose this material because of this, I did that. So you're really showing how you were the one to execute the vision and how it was a collaboration between the two of you. And of course, sources, like whenever I'm pulling stuff, I might, I'll share the source of where I got the items, connect, create a collaboration with them as well. And then also a collaboration with the, the client so that it's all connected. And then of course, once your project is done, you definitely need to get official um, professional photography done so that you have beautiful work to share on your website, to share on Instagram, all those places, and to create our strategy number four, which is before and after transformations. People love a good before and after. So um, again, sharing that, collaborating with the venue. Um, number five, being an advocate for yourself is through local 
media and publications. So don't wait for that business owner because a lot of times I'll get, I'll collaborate with a business owner or somebody that wants me to do something for them. And they're like, I'm gonna share you with everybody and we're gonna submit it to this magazine and that magazine and blah, 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 blah. And then they forget to acknowledge you as a designer and say your name doesn't get published, um, but the project is in there. So don't wait for them to do that. Definitely submit those projects to the magazines, to the publications, to the newspaper. And of course, just be open in communication with the person. If you know that they're going to submit it to magazines, just say, Hey, can you keep me in the loop? Like, here's my contact information. Send that media kit and say, Hey, when you share this to XYZ magazine, can you, can you also submit my uh, media kit so that they have all the information about my company? So uh, I'm well represented. So definitely slide that in. Um, number six, same thing with the local media publications, submitting yourself for awards and recognitions. So you don't need to wait for somebody else to submit your project for an award. You can do that yourself. There's nothing wrong with that. Um, ASID has awards, there's all kinds of awards all over. Um, I know here in San Diego, Orchids and Onions is a big thing with the San Diego Architecture Foundation. You can submit there. So don't be afraid to submit work for yourself. And if you are afraid to submit by yourself, you can always connect with another designer or somebody else to maybe submit work for each other um, if you if you really are that shy. And then lastly, number seven is just being a voice and sharing the project with everybody. So networking and sharing and speaking and talking. So everyone you meet, let them know what you did, share the project with them in person, talk to the vendors that you used. Hey, I used this wallpaper of yours in this project, check it out. Um, so just talk about yourself and the project constantly so that people recognize you with the project. And also other designers can be your advocate so that when it does get posted and they share a beautiful rendering or they share a beautiful shot inside and they mention everyone else except for you as a designer, you can say, hey, you know, thank you so much for that. I'm, you know, I'm so excited I got to be part of this project as your designer. And then do the same thing for other designers. When you see they aren't getting mentioned, tag them, uh, reach out to them and say, hey, I noticed you um, mentioned everyone else, but you forgot to mention the designer, blah, blah, blah. You know, I'm sure Katie would love some recognition. So there's all kinds of ways to just sneak in that recognition with these, these vendors and, and clients. Uh, anyway, those are my seven ways of empowerment to get the recognition that you deserve when you don't always get credit for something that you, that you did. So I hope this helped you um, know you're not alone. And I'm right there with all of you. And if you ever have any questions, feel free to reach out and check out Alex's workshop within the Design Coven. It's in the pro membership account. So be sure to sign up there. And I think that's it for now. So we will see you next week. Happy designing and look forward to connecting with all of you soon. You've been listening to the Holistic Interior Design Business Podcast. If it's one that you have been enjoying, please share with anyone else that you think can benefit from this knowledge and leave us a five-star review that helps us get seen and found by other new and aspiring interior designers. And if you're looking for mentorship, I invite you to join our club here at the Design Coven. It's a bridge between school and real life interior design. We get in much deeper there. We have virtual and in-person 
events. So everyone is welcome. You don't need to have a design degree to be part of it. Just an interest in holistic interior design. I also want to thank our editor, Marcy Ferry. And lastly, Kinseth Thibodeau, who is our music composer. Until next time, be well, and we will see each other soon.